How do you feel like you're recording if I never enabled record? Ah, well, I am now. You must have enabled it. Welcome to episode four of the Beautiful Tornado podcast. We hung out with Richard Navieski to hear about his positivity mission. Rich is a songwriter, poet, firefighter, transatlantic sailor, and a dad. He does a lot of stuff and then sings about it. We talked about round bottoms, why music's better than art, it is, and crapping off the side of boats. Enjoy. So much of your stuff is the perfect thing to put at the beginning. And music. I love fall leaves lying on the ground Under my feet I love the way they sound I love the breeze blowing them around And music I love the sky when it's blue and white I love the stars piercing through the night I love the feeling that everything's alright And music I love my dog, who's more than just a pet. I love walking in the rain and getting wet. I love a hot sauce that makes me sweat and music. I love how birds don't pay no rent. I love to sleep outside. In a tent I love the cold air blowing from my bed And music I love the sunshine eating up my back I love an afternoon with a cold six pack I love pizza for a midnight snack And music I love my girl with leather on her lips I love to watch her when she shakes her hips I love the way that my heart flips And music If I wear these headphones though uh, And then I can't show off my quarantine sideburns, you know Mm, there you go. There you go. I thought I would have thought you'd grow a little bit more of a beard, but I guess that's that's all you're gonna do, huh? Yeah. I mean, even that's illegal for me with the uh, fire department, but it's a, uh, I think it's close enough to nobody caring, you know. What, yeah. What is is are are beards a problem because they're they're flammable, or are they problem because they like they get in the way of like your your respiration? Yeah, it's it's because it's supposed to be because of the mask. Yeah. I guess we're we're uh, our whole bodies are flammable. I guess when yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> The beard would seem to be the least of your problems. <laughs> I mean, must you're probably like one of the only musicians I know who actually probably gets a satisfaction out of stuff in their life like that. She was like, "Oh, I actually do something real as well." <laughs> uh, you know, it's like like I always say to Sarth, man. It's like I, I'm, you know, like it's it's it's. I, I feel like almost like uh, you know, it's a misnomer because I'm a, I'm like a, you know, I just pick up my guitar and mess around but like you're a musician source a musician man i'm just a messer arounder you know that's the way i look at myself you know but i i uh you know i've always uh, i've always had the affinity for words you know so for me the 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 music is just a vehicle for the words you know
It's empty and not this city in quarantine, a prison of eyes. You've got a very distinctive way of playing guitar, actually. It's like, I noticed that. It's like, there's something you do where you do this kind of like, like flicking like outwards with all the fingers like this. Yeah. And I've seen people do it, but like a long time ago, it's like, you just don't see people do it very often. And it actually it's really nice because you, you kind of, you kind of pluck in, but you're also doing this as well. Like almost like a flamenco guitarist, like hitting yeah. that way, you know, and stuff. And you just get this, I don't know. It's like very sort of you, it's like your guitar playing and your singing are very kind of locked together. It's like, they're sort of, you know, they're kind of influencing each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, that all to, that all comes from not really knowing what I'm doing, you know. So it's you know, and and and, uh, and doing it long enough that it's uh, that it you know kind of turned into a, a little bit of a sound of its own, you know. Yeah, I, I always call it like a, you know, I, I had this idea that it'd be really cool to be able to finger pick, you know, but I'm a little too lazy to really learn how to finger pick, you know, the um, you know, like the, the actual f strings, you know. So I'm, I consider myself more of a finger strummer, you know. Right, right, nice. I on subject of finger picking, I try actually not long ago, I tried to learn a Towns Van Zandt song, like uh, if I needed you. Okay. And it took me about, it must have taken me about six weeks to to get the pick, and I'm still not that good at it actually. But it's so difficult. Yeah, but yeah, that folk style is just such, just such a beautiful sound. You know, that's 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 actually the sound that I was, uh, you know, dreaming of being able to play. You know, I listen to, you know, over the over the more recent years, you know, I listened to almost exclusively like folk sound, folk music, or but really more like bluegrass music. So you know, which is um you know, it takes, you know, seven lifetimes worth of practicing to be able to play that kind of music, you know, so, um, so I think that that kind of influences the way my, my uh, accidental sound comes out, you know, but it's, uh, you know, it's certainly not um, that sound, but that's the sound that I think influences the way I play, you know. Right. So I was thinking that here at this spot is where we should play one of your songs. Uh, one of the ones that used a lot of finger picking. Yeah, actually, um, Boring is a good, a pretty good example. Just another shade of blue 
You know, you guys, we're, you know, we all have like an artistic way of thinking, you know, a lot of times, you know, even just in our, in our way we're thinking, you know, like we kind of have like this, uh, a different view, like not just like a straight, um, a straight, like this is how things have to be done kind of review, you know, we kind of take this like a uh, kind of like um, framed picture or whatever, you know, of the world or whatever, of our, of our, of our actions and our activities and everything else. And, um, and uh, so, you know, so in such, you know, sometimes I think all of us fall into these, um, uh you know uh, like states of mind sometimes where like where like you know you got it's like it's happening right now it's happening right now and you try not to lose it because you know what's happening you know you're in that like a that full moon in your mind i mean some something i something i've really kind of felt um this you know kind of looking and listening to you, your work today you know things can shift from like kind of humorous or to to very kind of like moving it, it seems sometimes moving on on sometimes very quickly seem to flip between the two or sometimes even they they're, they're both there at the same time i like the hum of railroad tracks stories told without the facts pictures that say a couple words messages on the legs of birds i like the whistle of the wind a friendly voice that says come in the endless patterns of the trees my endless possibilities i like that yeah i like that I like my coffee pupil black, going where I can't go back. Rattled words inside my head, reminding me that I'm not dead. I like the gray glow of the moon, sunlight in the afternoon, the endless patterns of the trees. And when I have epiphanies, I like that. I like that. I like the language of the rain, the magic that's in every brain. Honey sweetened cups of tea. The buzzing of a honeybee. I like to look at outer space 
and at my wife's beautiful face, the endless patterns of the trees, and finding my abilities, I like that, yeah, I like that. I like it when my daughter laughs, seeing old time photographs, finding the right words to say, being in love every day. I like it when my son laughs too, and the words I love you, the endless patterns of the trees, creating brand new histories. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I do. And and this sort of sense of wonderment as well that just seems to come across. Like the fact, would you call it positivity? Um, what's the project you're doing at the moment? Oh, yeah. I say positivity mission. That was, positivity that was just mission. a phrase that uh, popped out. So like, and I've been rolling with this. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. No, I mean, it's a good one. And it's like the opposite of self-indulgent. It's like very, very generous. It's great. You know. Now, like I, I do have a lot of stuff that is is a lot less positive too you know but like I, i've been purposely keeping uh keeping away from that on this uh you know like dom uh, what dom's talking about it for you know if anybody's watching this and doesn't like uh no it's just i kind of took took on this this idea in social media right now where i'm not posting anything on facebook you know like that has anything to do with um what's going on in the world right now because the world is, is pretty you know scary and unsettled and everything else right now so um so my idea was all i'm going to put on there is my poems and little my little cartoons that i draw and like um and uh, songs you know so so i called it the positivity mission you know the only songs that i'm choosing to put on there are, are you know kind of purposely silly or like at least at least yeah. have some element of of fun funny or funness to it you know uh positivity to it whatever but uh i definitely have uh my my darker side to it with, with some of the things that i uh, i come out with as uh, as sarth knows you know yeah. you know
So I didn't, I didn't, I mean, just from what you said before, so you were really, I mean, cause I think you said you, you graduated like February of 2001. So you were like yeah. straight out and went straight yeah. into that, had to go straight into that basically the same yeah. few months later. So, yeah, it was, you know, I started the Academy February of 01. So I got out of the Academy in um, like April, maybe I forget, I guess it was around April or something. And, um, and then we, you know, I went to the, out to the field for three months then back to the academy for three weeks and then we got our assignments or you know our, our first assignment that three-month assignment was in a temporary house then after we went back to the academy for three weeks we went to our, our permanent assignment you know where we were getting assigned for you know indefinitely until we in, in, unless we decide to transfer which you know i did transfer you know two years later or whatever but um but so it was uh two months after we got our permanent assignments that 9-11 happened you know right Oh, John Tierney, I didn't know you long But the feelings I have for you belong in a song You were light of heart and quick to laugh You could have had it all But you were in there climbing when we saw the towers fall When we saw the towers fall We learned the job together In the icy winter cold Holding push-ups in the slush Whenever we were told You made me laugh and I made you And we never would complain while we fought exhaustion in the icy rain in the icy rain you'd call me on the telephone just to play guitar you'd sing each Bob Dylan song you had learned so far talk about our fires and hope we had done good both of us were confident we'd done the best we could we'd done the best we could I was down there in that dust when I got the word from another friend of ours it broke me when i heard my heart and my stomach fell and so did my tears john tierney left this life at 27 years at 27 years But the feelings I have for you belong in a song. You were light of heart and quick to laugh. You could have had it all. But you were in there climbing when we saw the towers fall. When 
we saw the towers fall. So I was thinking about it, right? And I was thinking while I was listening to that song, it does seem to be true that people who have experienced more very difficult stuff over the course of their life tend to be able to say like, yo, we got to be positive during this thing. Well, it's like maybe people who've had like a little bit less exposure to quite so many tragedies, this is like the biggest tragedy they've ever seen. This is their thing, you know? Right, right. Maybe. Here's a good one. Here's another love song. I got a lot of love songs. This one's a little bit more of a lust song, but that's all the same thing a lot of the times anyways. So here we go. My round bottom girl walking away from me, swinging like she's ringing a bell, and she knows that I see. Now here I am at my job, and there she is in my head. Oh, I wish I could get out of here and into her instead. Cause my round bottom girl Like a sunshiny day With dips announcing as she's bouncing for me That she's ready to play Now every thought in my mind Is caught in her like a web Oh I wish I could get out of here And into her instead Round bottom girl with her strawberry lips. She adores me, and that's why she allures me with her hands on her hips. Now, why am I outside and not in her bed? I'm so ready to get out of here and into her instead. Round bottom girl. Stuck in your web There's nowhere in this world Or in my mind I'd rather be instead That's a round bottom girl I was thinking Yo dude If you think this This quarantine is nothing Compared to like being stuck In a fucking sailboat Yeah right That's true With a bunch of people they, they all spoke Polish, too, except for me and, uh, and uh, um, uh, Yohanan, who was an Israeli guy. He's actually still a very close friend of mine. He's, he's awesome. He's the only, only other person from the boat that I'm in touch with, but he's, a, he's a, such a good person. And like I said, the two of us were kind of in, a, in our own foreign land because they, they just spoke Polish the whole time, you know? Wow. And how, how long were you on it for? How long was the whole trip? I, I, was, I was gone for two months. So um, I want to say uh, like, like seven or eight weeks I'm sorry. It's like seven weeks or so on the boat and then like a week traveling, something like that. Yeah, right, when I got right, right. Wow. God, that's not a lot of space to, work no. to live in. No, it's pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
especially uh, you know when you're shitting off the back of it every time, every time you put it up. You know? <laughs> oh man! Yeah. After three days, I went to the stern of our boat finally and exposed my ass to the ocean and shat. The sleet had slowed for a tapering moment, though what fell came sideways on fierce blowing wind. I watched our boat stack rise towards swirls of dark clouds. I watched mountain ranges roll up from the surface across which we traveled. We held our direction, we held the wind. We rode through a storm as I shat untethered, watching the chaos of shape-shifting mountains wrinkled with hills, waves upon waves, the smallest like insects that raced toward each peak. Those giant ripples became our horizons. I watched from deep valleys, slid toward the sky, then to a next valley, again and again. Again and again, a wind gust or twist of the ocean brought the slap of a giant, a roll of our boat, a broken off wave deluging the deck, our mass tapping ocean then swinging again to point at the sky. And that's where I sat performing my function at the confluence of air and sea, watching a storm. I mean, and they didn't like, Rich says he'll never eat kielbasa again. <laughs> I've, I've broken that. I've, I've, I've <laughs> to be able to. That took me a while. <laughs> I don't even know what I eat. What is kielbasa? You know, like Polish, Polish sausage. Polish smoked sausage. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. That was like our that was like our meal for uh, for <laughs> the day after day. For <laughs> Saw something tonight actually i don't know if you saw it so it was robert wilson and daniel hope the violinist they were doing a, a piece live from berlin i'll send you the link but i listened to this thing and it was like daniel hope and a piano player playing arvo pet so it's the really famous one by arvo pet do 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 and then bob was just doing a poem over the top of it and it was just very beautiful you know he'd written a piece of text you know a kind of poem over it this of this really beautiful piece of music so in itself, it was nothing clever. You know, it's just, it was just something emotionally put together because they were both stuck in Berlin, you know, in, in the lockdown. And Daniel Hope is an incredible, like a world-class violinist and Bob's, you know, Bob is Bob. <clears throat> and, and I got to the end of it and I thought, you know what? What came to mind was I remember going to see a painting by Anselm Kiefer in Paris, like a show of Anselm Kiefer's paintings. And I realized that despite the fact I've been going to see art since I was a kid, you know, like my mum would take me to galleries and stuff like that. I realized it was the first time that a paint, that paintings had actually moved me for real. And I realized that it had never actually happened before. I thought it was, I'd always been kind of disappointed by the effect it was having, but I guess, oh, that's just how it is, you know, until it, something did have that effect. And tonight when I saw uh, Bob and, and Daniel do this thing, I had this moment where I thought, this is the first time with absolute like clarity that I've actually like tangibly understood the importance of art on our inner lives, you know, because it was so powerful, the feeling in this situation, the context of it and whatnot. And the calming and kind of like sort of the sort of the, the sort of surge of emotions that were kind of going through me. There was me, Ali and Luca all just sitting, standing sort of silently in the kitchen, just listening to the performance. And it was just like, and so often, you know, being a musician or some kind of artist and whatnot, you know, sort of struggle, struggle to find meaning in what that, any of that stuff I'm doing is about. 
but so it's a very rare moment to kind of to really be acutely aware at that point of thinking oh that's what this is about because there's the outer world and there is the inner world you know and it was just to, to suddenly become so aware of that inner world for a few minutes you know was kind of and you know was quite something you know, it's the role of humans is that our internal world is reflected in the external world, right? Like that is the role of humanity is that we are constantly manifesting. Like what we do is we manifest, we build, we, we grow, you know what I mean? We harvest, you know, we, we can hurt people, we can lift people up. Like, so until you were talking, I never really saw this connection that it's like, if art can elevate your spirit or your, or your mood even right if, if, it, if it can affect your inner world that's immediately going to be reflected in the outer world yeah right you know yeah. because because people because yeah because the outer world is a reflection of people's inner state very literally yeah A snow melting day, a hollering baby was born in the hay of a horse farm. The horses had all run away. The doctor was stuck with no choice but to stay. The morning grew warmer, the ground melted wet, and the doctor's body was covered in sweat from the strangest of births he'd administered yet. The strangest of babies a mother could get She had eyes of black glass and she mewled like a dog She jumped from her mouth like an angry bullfrog Her howling stopped cold, she went still as a log When a voice called out mine from the lingering farm The mud-squishing sound of heavy footfalls Made the doctor feel snared by the choking barn walls I can't hide, fear the doctor, in open horse stalls There's no escape from whatever befalls the lantern been out since the end of the night And the darkness now blocked the barn door sorts of light Ten feet tall, black glass, and a smell of cordite This is bad for the doctor, the doctor was right When the demon distracted by the baby in the hay The doctor could not make himself run away Like the horses, something was making him stay Curiosity again was winning the day The demon bent down, far down To kiss his young bride and swallow her whole Just a hoarder inside He took up the baby And then in one stride He stood at the doctor in a shivering side There are so many things In this great world to see Said the demon And here you are looking at me I could turn you to coal Or hang you on a tree Or today on a whim I could let you be free the doctor woke up holding a mother's hand It was snowing, their horses and fires being fanned The baby had already learned how to stand And sing beautiful songs to the war-torn land And sing beautiful songs to the war-torn land And sing beautiful songs to the war-torn land I just, I think I love that song. I, I got totally obsessed with it. That's awesome, man. I love that. That's great. I, I, I love your, uh, I love your feeling for it, man. You put you, uh, that was good. That was, that was good what you did with it. I like that yeah, a lot. Yeah. It eats at me, that song, because I, because I have a, it has a sense, a really strong sense of meaning in the words, but I can't say what they're, what it is. It's got a, it, to me, it's got a real kind of like uh, magical realist 
kind of you know like when you read like gabriel garcia marquez and like something really powerful and emotional happens yeah. but at the same time it doesn't quite yeah you know, it's but it's strange and kind of otherly you know that thing where sometimes it's more real or like you know like something even more important is being communicated yeah by it's like, the, it's, the like fantasy. it's like yeah it's like the 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 sort of otherness amplifies it doesn't it yeah which i suppose is what poetry is isn't it you know, with, with starts with, you know, like, cause I remember us talking about what, what the song was about when I first uh, sent it to you and stuff like that. And it's, uh, you know, it's like, but, you know, it's, a, but I, I try not to try to explain because I lose, right, the, yeah. you know, you lose the meaning when you try to explain. Yeah. That. Well, that's what, yeah, that's when poetry is good. When poetry is, is doing its job, it only ruins it to explain it. Yeah. yeah totally. you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I try to keep my mouth shut with it because I know, I know I can't explain it better than I, you know, than I uh, put it down or whatever, you know, so. Yeah, but that's 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 a whole other conversation, isn't it? Because the thing is, the thing is, like you know, modern art and whatnot now is all about context. It's all about context. It's not about it's, it's you know, it, the whole thing is completely about being justified in terms of like you know what's written around it. But don't you? Yeah, I know. But don't you think that that's a reflection of of like a moment in time in terms of of. Of, of modern philosophy and politics and it's like it's this 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 postmodern like yes, totally. like more yeah. moral relativism like there is no reality everything is subjective therefore it's impossible to know anything without context yeah, everything's constructed and codified and whatnot yeah yeah absolutely. and it's yeah. almost like let's 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 not dare to make anything that's so profound and moving that you can with no context still be moved by it and also you know i think the thing is like music music to like large extent has escaped that you know because it's you can't not listen when music is bad that's why so it's like there's only so much that people are willing to go in terms of deconstruction and then subject people to it because people just won't listen to it like yeah. i can go to um to a, an exhibition and if all the art in my ability to perceive it is total bullshit it doesn't harm me i can just look somewhere else yeah like i'm not required but like if you if you're li like music just it's in it's you, being right? done to you isn't it it's being done to you so you can't <laughs> allow it to deconstruct to the point that it's yeah. just and also there's something i always found interesting that there's there you know for a long time like even through time of like you know like the you know when there's the the young brit the ybas young british artists and all this kind of thing in the 90s stuff damien Hirst and stuff and there was there seemed to be this kind of thing where it was legitimate for kind of uh, credible visual artists to make really terrible music and somehow it was legitimized and there was a certain kind of ironic cool to it, blah, 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 but it didn't work the other way around. You know, so there was this kind of, I always thought there was a really interesting thing, this rule that seemed to have been kind of uh, somehow created that almost that, that visual artists somehow were more knowing and somehow da, 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 there was like some kind of weird hierarchy going on there, which personally I think is absolute bullshit. You know, and I don't really have much time for that. You know, I think, I think music is a, is a, is a, is a, a form, something which is just, you're basically pushing atoms around. You're kind of manipulating the universe by doing it. You know, it's like it's this emotional thing, and it's a physical <coughs> thing. It's like working. That is just some. I mean, I'm not trying to do it like a one-arm. Oh, you know, music's better than art, or whatever. I, I, I am doing that, but yeah, but I'm not. <coughs> but it, but you, you know what I mean. It's just something which, like you say, it's just it just it kind of has to be real, or people just turn it off. People haven't got time for it.
Absolutely. And I mean, I, and I played shows where people walked out. Yeah. Like I, when, when, I, when we did Metal Machine Trio in Paris, people were putting mm. their programs on the stage and walking, the, walking out. Right. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've seen, I've, I've definitely played music where I was doing that to people and they were not okay with it. <laughs> and they didn't feel like any obligation to accept it or attempt to justify it necessarily. Yeah. You know, some people did, but you know, some and some people enjoy noise, right? But like, yeah. it's it's just not the same level of ability to 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 justify, yeah, something that's unpleasant. I've actually, or, I've got a, um, or or impenetrable. I got a kind of quite funny little story to do with it. Um, a friend of mine, Lewis Lewis Amar, who's a, a filmmaker and painter, and uh, and noise musician, and we we uh, we've been friends for years and. Sometimes I would kind of like get involved in some of his projects, and he, he, there was a film that he made, and we did a we did like a live guitar noise performance to the to the film in in this gallery in uh, in the East End. So basically, the film is up on the, on the wall, and Lou and I are standing there just basically screaming, making these guttural noises with these detuned guitars, and just kind of like howling, like kind of you know. Ah. And Luca, my son, was kind of about I don't know how old he was, like maybe about four or something. <laughs> and he was standing there, you know, with this, this other sort of group of people watching. And he turns to, to my girlfriend, he went, if I'd known mummy, I would have brought my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he had a point. <laughs> he was actually right on message there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's play another Rich Nav song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not only am I bad like Jimmy Cliff, but, but, I am the happiest man that I ever did know. As far as I know, as far as I know, I am the happiest man that I ever did know. As far as I know, as far as I know, as far as I know. I see a lot of people smiling at me, showing all of their teeth. I hope they're happy, but I don't know. All that I know is what I know, and what I know about me is I'm pretty happy. I love my family, and I'm pretty happy. I am the happiest man that I ever did know As far as I know, as far as I know I am the happiest man that I ever did know As far as I know, as far as I know As far as I know as I know.